The Christmas season brings about great joy, eggnog, gifts, Christmas carols, and the occasional holiday romp. Ho, ho, ho! So, put on your ugliest Christmas sweater, pour yourself some eggnog, and get ready for the 12 interviews of Christmas. folks welcome to the 12 interviews of christmas yet another great one for you today today's guest is someone you've seen a lot because he's been on the show a lot in fact we co-host another show together uh he's ray dietrich he's a former lawman 20 years 20 years of service to his community this country he joins us now ray what's up brother what's up drew thanks for having me buddy let's do this I feel like you know. I feel like most of the week now we're we're kind of on on camera together in, in one capacity or another. So this is just fun and a little bit more festive. Um, yeah, it's just different backdrop and a different yeah. idea, and here we are again. Yeah, I, I I wish that this was eggnog. It's not. It's just tea. It's disappointing, but it is what it is. Yeah, what are you gonna do? You can't hit home runs all the time. You can't. Yeah, I'm just way to ruin the I'm illusion. Just... You could yeah, have just told us it was. I like could have. You know. I thought, you know, I thought of having a ginormous like chalice, like a glass one, though. So I guess that's not a chalice, just full of nog here that you could just be scooping up. Um, you should have been. Like you it. should have brought your uh, your Viking horn, uh, like a uh, cup that you have. I won't drink there the you go. thing. It looks nasty. It looks nasty. <laughs> I was. It was from a real animal. I, I have standards. Um, so it's a Christmas episode. It's a Christmas theme. I want to talk to you about your, you know, your time in law enforcement law enforcement in general, kind of where it is now. But let's start here. And I think I, I have a guess, but what's what's your favorite Christmas movie? Favorite Christmas movie? Yeah, I'm going to go with Christmas Vacation, bro. Like, I, I, I love it. There, there's some extras that, you know, your sweater represents a strong, strong second. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the Nakatone Plaza action. But yep. Christmas Vacation is, is the It's one. rock solid. It's just rock solid. Yeah. Like, there's a reason... You watch it every year. And, and again, I, I watch Die Hard every year, too. There's others that we all... But it's on almost everyone's list. Like I, I never come across someone who's like, I hate that movie. I hate Christmas Vacation. It's, it's a classic. What's the best? Cousin Eddie. Come on. Yeah. What else do you need? Gosh, I'm <laughs> telling you, I think the most underrated scene in that movie, in my, in my view, maybe some people think it's, it's highly rated. I don't know. Is when they're at the, the house, Eddie's wearing his white sweater, and you can see the... Um, whatever the thing's called underneath the, the, you know, the fake collar. And he's, he's by that pinwheel thing and he just taps it, and <laughs> breaks all of it. And they, all the pieces come clap, but he doesn't care at all and just keeps moving on and talking and telling his story. I, I laugh so damn loud every time that happens. I'm sure my wife's like, seriously, like it's, you've seen it 400 times. Um, it's the best bro. It's so good. So tell me this. I've been deployed during the holidays in, in my career What's it like for, you know, what was it like for you? What's it like for law enforcement officers who are still active working around the holidays? It's not great, right? Because there's there's two things that happen. Like, uh, you know, unfortunately, domestic violence and suicides go through the roof. So, you know, you're you're cruising through December and, and going to, to a bunch of suicides, and that sucks. People beating the shit out of each other when you want to be with your family, and then the other, the most fun is if you work like graveyards, like I, I probably spent at least 10 years working overnights, right? I loved it. Admin's gone. You could drive fast. You can get to your calls quick, all that stuff. But what sucks is when a holiday comes, all the food closes down. 
So oh, yeah, I could I can remember a, a Thanksgiving, and it's the same on Christmas, right? But like on a Thanksgiving, I, w- I was working patrol in Graves, and I literally the only thing in town that was open was Jack in the Box. So my Thanksgiving feast meal was Jack in the Box on the uh, the trunk of my car, and I can't I can't tell you how many holiday meals you know I've had with a couple dudes in a parking lot somewhere eating on, on my trunk, right? Like that's yeah. that's the life, man. You know, it, it, it's it, the worst is when you're working on the actual holidays and you're going to these domestic calls and you're just like, I would love to be with my family right now, and you can't get together to hang out with yours for for an hour, you know. Right. It's frustrating. I bet. I bet it totally is. Well, and I never thought of that. Like most of those, you know, obviously a lot of establishments shut down those days to give them their employees times with their family. And I'm glad they do. But the work doesn't stop for cops and for, for you know, firemen and, and you know, nurses and doctors. I mean, that our first responders have to keep going. And I I would imagine, too that it's probably gotten more and more difficult. It's always tricky. You're trying to navigate, you know, who's, who's on this year, who's off this year, trying to keep it somewhat balanced. But I, I imagine it's harder to even get shifts off, you know, in these days with as, as, as big a problems as there are with recruiting and retention and all of that. There's just, there's literally less people to go around. So I would imagine there's a ton of people who just absolutely have to work the holiday. Oh, yeah. And, and, you know, your first 10 years on the job, even when there is good staffing, you know, all all the guys with 10 years plus take those slots and they're gone six months before the holidays. So when you I started out as a cop and I I had like Tuesday, Wednesdays off, right, working 2 p.m. to 10 p.m. and no holidays off. I worked every holiday for probably the first three years, you know, and and, and that's the culture. But with what these agencies are facing now, I mean, with, with the understaffing because of all this and defunding and resignations and all this stuff. Uh, I can imagine, because I've seen low staffing times before when I was working, it's almost impossible to get time off. Like I've worked stations, you know, not under these conditions when it was just budget issues where you were already mandated to work a couple shifts a week extra, like mandated. Like, no, you're going to work, you know, 60 hours a, a week and you're going to like it or or you're not going to be a deputy, right? Yeah. So it's probably getting worse now and that just more more angry cops out there who, who have terrible food is not great yeah no it's not great is is there a case and you might not be able to <clears throat> say that we were kind of actually talking about stuff that we can and cannot talk about before we before we started you know this episode but is there a case that just like sticks in your head that, that you had to deal with or see and not necessarily a bad one or uh, maybe not a case just an event over the years at the holidays that that sticks with you? Yeah, there's one. There was a, this was when I was in uh, with LA Sheriff. Um, So it was in in the south end of LA County, what used to be known as South Central. And uh, we went, it was was right around Christmas. It might've actually been Christmas if if I remember correctly, but it was a Pacific Islander house, right? Like, so I think they were Samoan. So if you get an idea of how big some of those, those people are, uh, they're huge and it was a domestic. And what happened was it, it was, it was supposed to be the Christmas dinner and it turned into like a food fight slash Royal rumble brawl. And we're rolling in there and, and literally there's, there's four or five, like 300 pound men fighting inside this kitchen. And it's like, you see in the movies, like people getting smashed in the cabinets and 
you know, things are breaking and plates are flying and all the food's off the table. And it's one of those things where you're just like, like I said, why are you guys acting like this when we can't even hang out with our family? Right. right. Like it's just chaotic. And you know, it's, it's over and over. People can't control themselves, man. It, no, it's never going to change. Well, and, and you, yeah, I mean, you, you get them together for, I mean, how many stories have you seen at weddings or where the, they, they always seem to happen when it's like a special occasion too. Like, just can you be on your best behavior for two hours? No. The answer is no. <laughs> Let's break shit. And yeah. Alcohol plus family can can turn up a little chaotic sometimes, right? 100%. Like it's not, not always the, the best formula. Well, and breaking that up, I mean, those guys, I mean, Samoans are like next level creations in terms of their strength. I had some teammates in college that it's just like, what are you? Like you, you are just like <laughs> insanely strong. Like. I think I've told the story. There was a, a fight in a bar. It, it was it was a, totally a scene out of a movie. One of the guys, this guy, I, I, I don't know. I, I feel like he was, if I remember correctly, he's probably 6'4". And just jacked. 6'4", Jack chisel, like a defensive end. Mm-hmm. And someone broke a pool stick over his back. And he lit, it was literally just one of those, you know, slow turn, like didn't, didn't like take him down. It's like, it's like oh, this is not going to go well. Um, just crazy they're they're next level okay let's take a random pivot here it's Uh-oh. christmas we're supposed to love everyone it's tough we don't i certainly don't i wish i wish i did i wish i was better but i don't you ray dietrich have got to get ilhan omar a present for christmas which she probably doesn't even celebrate if we're being honest but you've got to do it what would you get her probably 23 and me so she can trace her uh, ancestral history a little better with her brother husband i, I think that would be effective that you would know, be maybe effective. we get a little record of it right we'll get yeah. a little record of that get I, it for the hubby too i like that i like by the way random questions so far everyone's had lots of pause i mean i feel like disco he just nailed that like right off the bat like are you actually yeah. are you planning to get her one of those it seems like that's something that's already established in your head I don't know. I so know. He definitely, I think that was it was definitely response. a rapid fire. It was definitely a rapid fire response, which was, I liked because it goes to show how much he thinks like us. <laughs> exactly. I wonder why we're friends and partners. Um, so let's do this. Let's pivot a little bit from law enforcement and Ilhan Omar and her very strange marriage to Red Voice Media. Um Obviously, I'm familiar with it. There's a lot of people in the audience familiar with it. But you you and, and your buddies there, your team, have built up something amazing. Uh, what's the latest that's going on there? What I guess we're, we're ending the year. What are kind of your plans and ideas moving into the new year for Red Voice? Because there's a lot of awesome stuff going on there. You know, we're really leaning into the shows, right? Like, and... and getting the those shows out a lot of them were were originating ourselves some of them are on you know their their shows that the the host put out like yours like we have your show on here and we feature that but we've been adding to that lineup a lot we're up to 10 Um, lots of plans to go further on that because we can provide like an uncensored platform for these people right and having 10 is great, but I want 15 or 20. I want someone to be able to come onto our page and find a show that they can resonate with and then maybe find one or two more that they didn't ever, had never heard about before and, and get connected with. But we're leaning really heavy into that. 
you know, um, our premium program is a, is a key to that. And people don't understand like, oh, you're, do, you're charging money for a paywall. You, you're doing this and that. Well, here's why, right? Like the reason why we're doing that is because we have employees and we need to pay these people and people need to make a living. And when you have big tech and these ad companies tearing us down over and over and over, that's how we can actually generate the revenue to do that. But it's, it's been great. We've got great subscribers in our premium program and they've, they've really like allowed us to go out and get people like Jason Burmis and self-produce some of these shows that we have, you know, on red voice now, because, you know, we're not getting rich over here. I'm not driving a Lambo. Right. Like we're we're making it happen. We're supporting our families, but we're leaning in the shows really heavily and we're going to do a lot more than that. Um, So I think you'll see some more activity on that front. Yeah. Well, I love it. No, I love, I mean, obviously I've, I see it and, and have my hands in parts of it. So I think it's been amazing to see, but I think it's resonating with everyone else too. And there's so much there to offer. And, and just to piggyback too, on, on what Ray said, I, I literally, had a long call yesterday with some business partners because we monetize a bunch of people. And there was another client. I won't, I won't name names, obviously, but there was another ad server partner that we worked with who caved to the mob left, which created a problem that we'll solve. And, and I'm not worried about that side with one of our clients. But they just backed out because it, it, the amount of stuff that happens in the, behind the scenes in the ad space is absolutely ridiculous but it's also terrifying i mean people's livelihoods are taken from them because someone disagrees with their opinions and then they they basically extort or or use fear tactics to get companies to pull their ads from them and not not serve them any ads so as a conservative you know and in the the digital media space like ray and red voice media is like 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 my brand and platform is it's really, really damn hard to make ends meet these days. It is tough. So you've got to have that that loyal, engaged audience like like Red Voice does, like you do. And and there's got to be some mechanisms to do that. And I think more and more people are starting to understand that and understand that, you, you look, you invest with your dollar or you vote with your dollar, excuse me. And uh, it's it's been cool to see that grow. And I hope it continues to grow. I hope you do keep adding shows there and kind of building out an amazing network because it's needed, definitely needed. Yeah, I mean, when you have leftist trolls whose whole purpose is to go out and target people and and basically, you know, get them in trouble with their advertisers, like that's what we're dealing with, right? Like that, that's exactly where we're at. So, you know, we have to be creative. Like if, you know, we've talked offline on this, like if we were leftists, right? If we were like lefty leftists out there putting out lefty content, we'd probably be earning 10 times more revenue, right? Like no doubt. So we're in a hole already and we're expected to have like the same amount of teammates and employees and all these people and, you know, support all these people when it's not a level playing field. So, you know, things like, I'm not even trying to pitch premium. I'm just, I'm just saying like things like that in conservative media, that's the direction is, you know, yeah. the memberships, like directly supporting outlets and shows and people rather than just having them live off the ads. Cause the ads, you know, they're annoying and, they're just taken from us more and more and more. And it's by design. Like, like, you know, I, I actually know what you're talking about and people like that are all over the place and their whole, they just get off on, on screwing up conservative businesses. Yeah. And that's, that's where we're at. Yeah. I don't get it. And, and in the case of that particular chick, I don't understand too. When, when you make it your goal to go out and slander people and go after their business, their livelihoods, their family, you know, and, and and their their sponsors or what have you, their ad partners, 
I don't understand how there's not. I'm not a lawyer, thank God, because I hate lawyers. But like, I don't understand how there's not like libel or slander, slander or defamation or something in there, extortion, like something in there that's like, uh, what you're doing is 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 wrong. Um, but again, that that particular person and several others, they they get away with it because they're on the right team. We're on the wrong team, and it just. Well, it's how Twitter got away with it for years. Yeah, you know the person that was. Uh, deeming things you know not true or whatever they were blocking it like because they because the person at the keyboard is like this makes me offended i'm gonna block it yeah and so and then hey same thing with facebook and then zuckerberg gets put on trial and they're like so we see here that you did this and he's like oh well i mean that's not what we tell them to do that's not in the handbook you know (laughs) and then they get away with it you know and it's like like we didn't train them to do that but that's what they did you know yeah so it's ridiculous it is ridiculous. All right, Ray, what's your favorite Christmas song? Oh, Christmas song. Wow. Uh, woof, I'll be home for Christmas. That's okay. the one. All yeah. Right. I like that. That's good, a good, good vibes. Yeah. yeah it's good I like vibes. that's that took longer for him to answer than the gift for Elon Omar. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Christmas songs. They would... Here's the thing, though. I mean, honestly, I was thinking about this <clears throat> with one of the other interviews we did. And there are so, I mean, we all know a lot of the titles and we all know a lot of words to Christmas songs, but there's there's a lot of them and they all kind of run through your head to the point where there are, at least for me, maybe I've, I've stroked out or something, but it's like, there's times where it's like, what's the name of that song? I'm like, I don't know. I know exactly what it is. I recognize it when it comes on. I've heard it 7,000 times, but but they all start to just kind of blend together. It's it's Christmas. It's it's a happy song. That's That's what I know. You know what's cool about Christmas music is you can rock stuff from the 40s, 50s, pull out the Bing Crosby, Nat King Cole, whatever, and it's still just as good as it was last year. It's that whole nostalgia thing. I love 100%. it. 100%. That, and that's my favorite. I like the older Christmas. I like it to be, like, cozy in the house. Ideally, it's cold, but, you know, you and I both live in warm states, so it's like – but ideally, it's 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 that. But you've got – you've got that kind of older school Christmas music. It just, it really does. It like, it warms your heart. It, it's like, you know, just for a few minutes here, things are good. <laughs> for, then, I, yeah. then I got a question for the two of you. Oh, okay. Uh-oh. How do you guys feel about Michael Buble Christmas? Cause he's taking all the old ones. I'm not a big fan. I, I personally, personally, I think that he's a talented artist I just would rather listen to Sinatra or someone from that era sing those songs rather than than a new guy do it. I, I, there's really no good justification for that. Yeah, but I, that's just no. That's I where I'm. That's where I'm at. I, I like the originals. I don't think they. Like, he does a good job, but I don't think need, they needed to be redone. Like I, I guess. Well, yeah, I, like I, 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 totally, I agree on that. But at the same time, my wife, we do this all the time. Like they just don't make them the way they used to. You know, like yeah. when you're listening to Frank and Bing and all that, the Rat Pack. And then here's Michael Blake doing all those songs because he can, you know, he gets the rights for it and does it and everything, and, and they're great. And then it's like, but do I like it? Do I not like it? I, I, I wouldn't say they're great. I'd say so they're hard. good. I'd say they're fine. Yeah. They're fine, you know. But yeah. but no one asked you for your interpretation of them, Buble. We right. We well, we, what's, what's we can great, listen what's... to, you know, Bennett and Sinatra and Nat King Cole oh, and yeah. you know all these people. We can listen. That's the great thing about technology. We've got the technology. So I, that, that's where I'm at. I like that stuff. I like, you know, Baby It's Cold Outside, some of those. I, all that stuff from that kind of era, that's my jam. Well, what's great I, is... Uh, do you like the you know, rework the... of Baby It's Cold Outside, though? Like the non-woke version where they flipped it? I, no. I forget who it was. 
No, they, no, no. That's they, gay. They, they flipped the gender roles on it because it, it was such a, uh, a sexually deviant song, right? Yeah. No, the, the, and, and the fact the fact that they have problems with that song makes me like it all the more. I loved it before they oh, threw up their hands, but it's like, oh, that triggers you? Oh, I love triggering you. That's Let me my turn favorite it up. song. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to sing it to you, and I don't have a great voice. That's going to be awesome. Um, Perfect. No, I, I, I think uh, it's a great time of year. Uh, it's a busy time of year, certainly for us in digital media, because we're all trying to, like you said, take care of our crew get things done um so I'll, I'll let you get back to doing that we appreciate you spending some time with us make sure folks you check out redvoicemedia.com make sure you become a part of their premium the, the amount of stuff they have in their premium category is off the charts they're adding more by the day ray thanks for being here man thanks for what you did as a cop keeping our community our country safe and thanks for what you do being a voice in conservative media thanks for having me do appreciate it you got it all right folks Hope you enjoyed this interview. Plenty more to come. It's still Christmas, so we still have Christmas interviews to share with you. We'll look forward to seeing you real soon. Be safe, be smart, be free. Yippee-ki-yay, motherfuckers.